How's your mouth? Do you really want to know? Go on. Um, I don't know. Do I really want to know? I don't, I, I don't really want to bring it down because this okay. week's been pretty positive. Yeah, okay. Trump's all but conceded. The transition's now occurring, which is good. To quote NPR in America, the University of Oxford in London has... Um, <laughs> f*** here now. Has... Uh, <laughs> found another vaccine, discovered a new vaccine, created a new vaccine, and this one is super-duper cheap and can be kept in fridges. Um, so Trump's almost gone. Vaccine's almost here. I don't, I don't want to bring it down by talking about my four wisdom teeth being extracted and okay. a, a week and a bit of misery. Can I, can I, go on. Well, I was going to say, you know, City atop a League One... Everton are yeah. winning again. I don't. I don't yeah. want to bring it down. But no, this weekend, for approximately eighteen hours straight, I was going to the toilet every seven to twenty minutes. That's a very precise time frame. I know. And first, it was solid. That was delightful. And then, for about eighteen hours straight, all I was purging from my body was blood and tissue. Oh. And it's a conservative estimate. But I think I must have lost about a pint of blood this weekend. Oh, and, and heck knows more what tissue. I, I, I don't have the facilities to weigh tissue in my, in my toilet here. Can, can I just clarify, when you say tissue, it's not as if you, you don't mean you accidentally ate a box of Kleenex. And then no, it, I mean, I mean you know. bodily tissue. Oh, right, okay. I, I had a severe reaction to the antibiotics. My teeth are all right, but um, the antibiotics that I gave have purged my duodenum or duodenum depending right. on how you want to say it, and scarred my rectum. Well, can I, I just say that one of my teeth fell out this week, so... Sugar! Uh, just fell out? Well, no, because there was a massive... It had a massive filling in it, so it had all cracked down the side anyway, and the filling is then broken, fell out, and then I was eating a bacon sandwich on Sunday morning, and the, the what was left, the, the sort of bit of the tooth that was left cracked. Oh! So there's just, it's not, there's no pain there at all. It's not sore at all. Have you just got half a tooth left in your gob? No, I've just got no tooth at all. It's, it's on on the side there. Oh, sort of one of one of me. I think one of my molars. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also had my own uh, invasive medical procedure today. What what what's happened? I, I went to, I went to get a COVID test. Oh, up your nose, sir. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm negative for COVID. I'm COVID free, so hang there's on, no chance of any anybody getting it that listens to the podcast. And you know, you're not going to have to self isolate because you've somehow been in contact through your um, listening device to me. So yeah, so I went. I went um, oh, he's got a mask on. Look at that. That's nice, isn't it? Are you are you, sh- are you sure? How did you get the result so quickly? Well, because obviously I live in in the great suburban nightmare that is uh, an urban nightmare that is Liverpool. So we're obviously at the forefront, at the vanguard of mass testing. So the, there's a hotel 200 yards from my front door where they're actually doing testing. So this morning I went to get a test and went straight in. Three there's very polite army lads in there, straight through, did the swab, which is a bit uncomfortable, I grant you. And then I was all out in five minutes, and I had the results within the hour. Well, the magic well, of mobile technology. So it's good. Yeah, you, st- you stick the, it's the putting the swab in the back of your throat a couple of times does make you sort of um, gag a bit, and then you stick the uh, stick it up your nose. Give it a twist, and that maybe then sneeze. The, the army lads were so polite; they even said "bless you" when when I sneezed. 
So it was very, it was very quite straight in. Fill your details in, and out, on, out you pop the other side, and I'm COVID free. I'm shocked at the uh, the efficiency of it all. I'm I'm very happy for that. Yeah, but um, wow, good at it. Well, it's 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 all coming up, Boris. Well, I mean, not only this. I mean, this is where. Liverpool is now kind of in a, in a in a position of significant advantage because with us coming out of lockdown next week uh, and then the sort of the announcement that fans are going to be allowed back into sporting venues, the lower our case rates with all these tests being done, the more the higher the likelihood we'll get more fans back into Anfield, Goodison, Prenton Park, and Marine. <laughs> and by fluke, we haven't have got four home games in December, three in the League One and the League Cup. So I'm thinking I've got a chance of, of getting a ticket. I've got a, hey. I've got a chance and of going. I'm very excited by this. As you come out of lockdown, we are now going into a three-week lockdown on Wednesday. Oh, is that basically just to stop everybody, make everybody stay with each other through, through the period of Thanksgiving and to iron out any potential schisms that there are in family units when the inevitable fights break out over the turkey and the uh, well, yams and all the rest of it that you have over there? Sort of, in that yeah. they hadn't... You know, had a build-up to it. On Monday night, they just went. Restaurants are closing again on Wednesday. Is this a state lockdown or, a, or- this is a this is a California, LA County lockdown? I think it's happening right. across across California. If you if you go out of state and come back into state, you've got to quarantine for fourteen days. It's basically a national lockdown because California is so and, huge. It's a, na- a nation in itself. I was going to say because so, I've heard nothing about this from uh, the coronavirus task force at the at the White House. Shocking, that, um, isn't it? I, th- I think they're playing golf at the moment. Um, yeah, it's getting pretty serious again here. And it's, it's not scary, but it's frustrating in that, yeah, the president, who, whoever he is today, has completely forgot about coronavirus. It's almost as if his revenge against the nation for getting rid of him. He's just gone, not, not talking. talking. Well, I mean, I, but it's almost become a self-fulfilling prophecy then, hasn't it? Because he did say that on the 4th of November... You won't need COVID anymore. No more COVID, 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 COVID. That'll be it. Be done. Which, and technically, he's right because we haven't heard anything about it no. because nobody said anything. But that's not because it's not there. It's just because everybody's chosen to stick their stick their heads in the sand bucket and pretend that it's it's not happening. And because they've got far more important things to to discuss, like Rudy Giuliani's hair dye. You know, is it hair dye? Because people are saying it might not have been hair dye. It's like, well, what is it then? Sugar water. Well, I was going to say, what is it? Is it like, you know, is it? Is it? Was it Alex Krychek in um, in X Files where, where his eyes used to bleed black? Is it that? Is it, yeah. Um, God, that's a reference and a half. <laughs> that um, is very niche, isn't it? Yeah. On that, I've I've, I've watched The Crown. Uh, <laughs> in my in my state of stomach stomach cramps and purges. Yeah, I watched it and. Yeah, I don't want to know about what you did. What you did in front of Gillian Anderson? I didn't. I didn't. Yourself. I didn't. I didn't. Um, Too much information. She played it really well. She played it magnificently well, actually. The only problem that I've got with the latest season of The Crown is yeah. that it's mainly full of the Michael Burke every fucking five minutes. So I, I is don't it genuinely him? Voice. Is it news footage? So. They pass it off as news footage, first of all, in about 1979. But he wasn't a main newsreader in 1979. He was a correspondent. He sometimes filled in on the news, but he wasn't yeah. a permanent voice. 
you know, people like John Humphreys were permanent voices then. Uh, Richard, Richard Whitmore. Richard Whitmore. Even Jan Peter Leeming. Sis- even Peter Sissons was yeah. more of that time than Michael Burke. Michael Burke only really became a frontline BBC newsreader possibly about 87 to 91. They use him and he sort of does the very, very dry, reserved newsreader speak. And it doesn't sound like Michael Burke. It sounds like Michael Burke now, because Michael Burke now sounds different to when Michael Burke sounded in the 80s. It's very, it's very confusing. Michael Burke's in The Crown more than Olivia friggin' Coleman. That's not right. But Michael Burke was the king of a, of a fashion. Well, no, was he king of the jungle? I thought he went out like no. third. Did he go in the jungle, Michael? Yeah, Burke? he's, been, he's he? been in Hype Celebrity, yeah. Oh, Right, I've forgot. I've forgotten that. Of course, you watch this, so I don't. I don't know this. These things. But it's good. Gillian Anderson will win all the awards: Golden Globes, Emmys, Baftas, Wafters, everything. She she'll win. She'll win laughters, the world. The, lo- the loaded laughters. The loaded laughters, laughters yeah. with Kathy yeah. Burke and Sean Ryder. Yeah. Um, BFA yeah. Young Player of the Year. Yeah. Grand she'll, National Ballon d'Or or whatever it's called Ballon this d'or. week. Yeah. 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 It's it's, it's Man, good. Of Ste- Man of Steel award in the Rugby League. Yeah, yeah, Landstad Trophy, all of the above. Uh, she'll wear the green jacket. Uh, yeah, it's it's all it's all in there. She's re- yeah. she's really good, but there's two episodes in particular that try and make you feel sympathy for Thatcher, and it wasn't happening. It just wasn't. I was watching it going, you know, <laughs> you're not. That's, you're not, that's you're not a difficult it. trick to pull off, isn't it? It's, it's all of this uh, as I was in the fetal position on our big sofa, crowning. Literally crowning, crowning every seven to twenty minutes. You say that things have got pretty serious over there. Well, <laughs> they've got serious or pretty over here. What? Oh, what? So what is, a, what she, a- is she a bully or is is she just a bad gal? <laughs> what, what? What is she? I, I I don't. Well, according to what's his name, Sir, Sir Alan, is that she's. He didn't outright say that she's a bully. That he said that they've been bullying a culture that, that could be construed as bullying. That was the kind of the surmise, the synopsis of, of of what he was saying. And then Boris went, but then wrote a letter signed by the cabinet secretary to everybody to say everyone's got to be nice to each other. So no bullying. That's not allowed. Well, in that case, then why? Hang on, it's it, yeah, you know, it's 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 like it's like putting up a burglar alarm in your house after you've been robbed. It it's like well, if you if didn't need to do it, if there hadn't been cause cause and effect, what what you don't need to do that if it hasn't the thing or hasn't already happened. It, but it was in, fa- it was what was what was brilliant about it. My my, the, the, it was just fantastic. Sort of the sort of all the cabinet came out and sat like they were doing a chat show. And came up with all these anecdotes about her. Oh yes, I remember. Oh, pretty! What a what a lovely. We we went we went out one day around Covent Garden, and uh, uh, she was driving the car, and uh, yeah, we got there, and the, and there was oh, it was really sad. It was so so sad um, that there was a small cat at the side of the road. We'd obviously been hit by a car, and Pretty, being such a nice person, you know, loving, caring, she decided that the best thing to do was to show the cat some mercy. So she got out of her car and hit it with the, the jack, finished it off, you know, because it was the only right thing that you could have done. Um, uh, but she's lovely, and she should definitely stay in post. I've got so many great memories of going to my doctor's in Hyde, 
He was beautiful, yeah. had a great bedside manner, and every time I needed an inoculation or injection, Dr. Shipman was very, very kind with me, always counted backwards. Yeah. I don't know why, but he was, he was, he was just with me. Yeah. The, the worst thing, in, in the interest of fairness and balance and possibly getting this damn podcast on BBC Sounds in the future, um, <laughs> how they described it, they weren't very lurid in the detail, but they said she had a clique favourites and her swearing was off the scale in the office and she ruled by fear and favouritism. To be honest, some of my best bosses have ruled that same way. It's sort of how it works. Some of my worst bosses have worked by being very quiet or being very underhand and being very gossipy and never raising their voice. So... Can can we just hang on? Can we just check something? Because you said about the the, the idea that she there was a lot of swearing, a lot of shouting going on uh, by the sounds of things that you know a culture of, of bullying, and this has been because didn't one person that used to work for her ended up with getting twenty five thousand pounds paid off quickly? Damage, yeah, paid, yeah, yeah, with with no uh, investigation, they just quickly paid it off. Has anybody ever seen Pretty Patel and Paul Dacre, former editor of the Daily Mail? Now is he editor at large now of? Uh, uh, I don't not know. Eddie Large. Eddie Large. Have they ever seen? Have they ever been seen in the same room? Because he was notorious for that type of thing. And I just wonder: Are they actually one and the same person? They're two halves. Yeah, but that would that would what, mean that they're middle... both they're both yin and yin because there's no yeah. yang there. Well, no, but I mean, he's he's a, you know a white middle class man, and she's a Asian woman. So if you bring those two halves together, but with the same personality, have you effectively got the same person? Is Pretty Patel, in fact, Urdu, Hindu, whatever, for, for Paul Dacre? Has anybody, <laughs> kept, has anybody run this through Google Translate? Let's, let's, let's check this. Isn't she Ugandan Asian? I, I think, yes, I think you're right, yeah. She, so she's, she's, re- she's really against immigration, although that <laughs> benefited her family. It's like, I'm up now. I'm pulling up the ladder. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, what as well was you know I was saying that the missus has been watching Married at First Sight Australia. <laughs> Did I wow, this? that's niche. Did I mention right? It was a thread through the series that we were we were watching. I got sort of drawn into this kind of black hole of television. There was a, an incident where two there was two couples, and one of the lads of one couple was absolutely a player, and a woman in the other couple was absolutely a player as well, and just had no no scruples at all. It all kicked off because they, they sort of there was a, a bit of a flirtation and, and this went on and then it all came out in the group and blah, 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 blah. And every time she was confronted about this, throughout the whole series, she did one of those very qualified apologies. And up until the point at which, in the last episode, they showed the footage of what she actually did and therefore there was no escape for her then. The, the, the proof of her behaviour was irrefutable. He was just as bad, I should clarify this. And I'm just thinking, actually, Pretty Patel has adopted the exact same apology policy of this. It's supposed to be a home office apology policy of doing a very qualified, well, I'm sorry if you were offended by that. But really, mm. actually, you're, that's your fucking problem. I think she's, well, I, I, it's not just her. It's, we've just got one of the worst front benches in the history of, of politics. They're just, they're terrible in every way. It's, well, it's not that they haven't had experience in the past because they haven't. You know, we, we've seen front benches before that haven't had that experience, but they haven't had the life experience. And it all seems a bit mafioso in that they're all there because they've done things to help 
Boris get in rather than they're there on their merits or their individual skill sets and yeah. experiences. They're there because someone's paying them a debt and uh, it just, none well, of it I, feels right with me. Of, of all of all the sort of validatory messages that were put out by various members of the cabinet, obviously they were told to do that by Austin Allegro Stratton or some some lackey in, uh, in number 10 afterwards. The least believable bit of everything they said, irrespective of all the stories they said, oh, I, I know this time she was lovely for me. You know, and she pulled out my chair. It's not my fault I missed it and I ended up falling on my ass, but, you know, she, she did pull out the chair for me was the bit where they said she's doing an excellent job as Home Secretary. No, she's not. And on that's, top of that, that's the least believable bit of all this. You can tell you all the stories you want, but that's absolute, any definition, crap. Amber Rudd had to resign over the Windrush scandal, which actually she wasn't responsible for. That was Theresa May, who was actually was responsible for that. But she was head Cock-up. of the department. But she was head of the it, department at the time. Yes. So you, it, so you, so you take the blame you, because you're yeah. the, the totem and you go. It's the fan. You fall on your sword. Yeah. It, 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 it seems to be the way. I had a modicum of sympathy for her for having to deal with somebody else's, having effectively somebody else's sandwich dropped in her lap and was being told, right, you've got to eat that now. But that's not what I ordered. Well, I don't care. Stuff. Pretty Patel, of course, got sacked after she'd been to, when she was International Development Secretary, went to Israel had meetings with various members of the Israeli government, unauthorised meetings at that, and then claimed that, no, she hadn't. She'd been on holiday, even though the proof was absolutely irrefutable. So you have to question... She was discussing crown business without the authority. So basically, she's committed treason. Well, maybe she was just discussing the crown. Maybe, yeah, with Benjamin Netanyahu. He's a big fan of uh, Matt Smith in the role as Prince Philip, although I do prefer uh, Tobias Mingus. I prefer his uh, interpretation of well, the uh, Greek person. Yeah. Well, well, you know, Pretty Patel's big thing is, and, and I, someone will be able to look at this better. Her big claim to fame is she went to school with Jerry Halliwell. So I, I, <laughs> I don't know how old that makes her, between the ages of 35 and 60. And <laughs> it's it's been then discovered that she didn't go to this school. I think it's Watford Grammar, but she's let the oh yes, uh, she's let the mistruth continue yeah. and continue and continue. If that's your mass cover-up, Christ, really? Your imagination's piss poor now. Your I mean, you, secretary. You, if you're going to say you're going to school, school with somebody, then you need to say somebody cool like Batman or Johnny Marr or I don't know. Batman or Johnny Marr. That's, Batman that's or Johnny Marr. That's all we brilliant. need. Yeah, but you brilliant. know that, that, that that's that's what you want. You want somebody. You, you, don't, you don't say, "Oh, I went to school with Jerry Halliwell." That's. I mean, I, I was went to school with John Aldridge's son. He was in the year below. That, so. <laughs> and, and Kevin Nolan actually. Kevin Nolan, I think, was the year below that. Below that, didn't know him obviously. But what well, Sam Allardyce was your headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sam. Yeah. Ooh. Kevin Nolan was head boy. Yeah, Ivan Campo was the cleaner. <laughs> JJ Okocha did chemistry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Davis taught geography. Yeah. <laughs> Stalwart. <laughs> no. I will but, not live what, anywhere beyond the Ribble Valley. <laughs> but what was, what was lovely about this whole thing was that all of this came out a matter of hours. And I swear somebody just set him up for this. The, the the great Wavin Gilliamson released a statement 
a lovely video we put on Twitter, including the great phrase, bullying is not acceptable in any form. <laughs> that was fantastic. He must have been sat there in the, in the office on Friday morning. Who set me up for that? Was that you, Jeff? Oh, you prankster. Do I have to say robust? Robust. robust. I don't know why my impression of Gavin Williamson suddenly sounds a bit like Larry Grayson there, or a cross between Larry Grayson and Alan Bennett. That's a bit weird. That's a very weird juxtaposition of it. Oh, she said, as she rested down upon that seat, shut that door. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> best, best album I've ever heard. Yeah. What? Did Alan Bennett and Larry Grayson do an album together? Well, Alan Bennett's Talking Heads. They did Burning Down the House. And, they um, did, yeah. Psycho Killer. Kiss, kiss, say. Fa, 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 fa. Burning down the house. I can't. I cannot do an Alan Bennett impression. No. But I mean, and you may find yourself in a shotgun shack, and you may find yourself behind the wheel of a car. I wish I could do Alan Bennett better. I really wish I could. That's all we need. We don't need just you put it out there and let yeah. Um. Thanks for listening to Top Content. Please like, subscribe, share and all that shebang because otherwise nobody else will hear this and you'll be in a small vacuum of one. Thanks. Yeah, you can say hello to us on social media at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And Top Content has been a Top Content production. There we are. Lovely. <laughs>